Welcome to the Life Untapped podcast, where we help you rediscover your potential so that you feel confident, clear, and independent. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years by putting others first, only to wake up in your midlife and find yourself lost in the shuffle? Girl, I have so been there. Let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new direction to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll talk confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindsets, financial hacks, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We will find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. This is your blueprint, your life untapped. I'm your host, Francine Rivera, lifestyle consultant and certified health coach. I'm also the founder of the Life Untapped Coaching System, where you can earn as you learn with our affiliate program. Check it out at thelifeuntapped.com and grab our free mini course, The Guilt-Free Balanced Life, while you are there. Are you ready for your blueprint? Let's dig in. All right, welcome back to the show. Today, I have Heidi Brown with us, and she is a Jesus lover, wife and mom of four girls from Northern Wisconsin. She is married to a high school sweetheart, Ben, and they have been together for 23 years. Heidi is the host of the Covered Beloved podcast, where her mission is to infuse faith-based truths, transformational thinking, and holistic living into your motherhood journey so you can stop going through the motions and live a more fulfilled life. Heidi specializes in empowering modern Christian moms to shift their mindset biblical homemaking, and healing journeys to align with the kingdom of God. She also loves teaching people how to incorporate essential oils as a first line of defense for their health in their home. Heidi wants women to create true change for themselves and for Jesus by creating a kingdom-first mentality. Christ has given us the power to overcome the identity struggles, the mom guilt, and the self-doubt that says we're not enough and instead infuse the supernatural and spirit-led inspiration into our lives so we can simply and effectively create a legacy and equip our children to become the salt and light of the earth. She believes that we are destined to prosper in all things and be in health just as our soul prospers, that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that we were created to be healthy and whole and walk in the freedom gifted to us through the finished work of the cross. And that God has covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Heidi, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Hi, Francine. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so honored to be here today. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. And Heidi and I met in one of our groups, our coaching, we have the same podcast mentor coach. So we met earlier this year and we just connected because we're just so alike on many things. And I have to say, just reading your bio, you so much stood out to me, but if I have to pinpoint the one line that stood out to me, it was when you said that God created the earth and he didn't leave us without solutions. Mm. So that means this is what I say to, to people, <laughs> like when God gave us our children, he didn't hand us these, you know, tiny beans and say, oops, I forgot the immune system. Can you do something about it? <laughs> no, I, I think I can say that because we both mm-hmm. are on the same page with that, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, 
All right. So I'm so glad to have you here. Like I said, so tell us how did your health journey begin? Yeah. Awesome. I would love to share it. So, um, my health journey, I feel like has been going on my entire life, but I would say more actively, it was probably about 10th grade. Um, my family has a history of not being healthy. You know, there's like diabetes and heart disease and all these things. And I just kind of realized at that age, even that I didn't want to go down that path. And so I had struggled with my weight since about the third grade. And when my parents separated, I turned to food as my comfort. And it was about 10th grade that I was finally like, okay, you know, I can make my own choices. I can buy my own food. And so I had lost a bunch of weight, um, throughout high school and just kind of throughout the journey of being married and having children, I have loss and regain that same weight, you know, several times throughout my life. But, um, it was really in 2005 that I started paying attention to what I was putting in on and around us. We found out my second born was gluten intolerant. And so it was kind of like, we had to read the labels on everything and my whole world opened up and tell a mom to advocate for her child. And she's going to become the best researcher on the planet. So that's kind of really when I started digging in on a deeper level. And then fast forward six years later in 2011, I found myself overwhelmed and suffering panic attacks on a daily basis. Felt feeling like I couldn't breathe. I was that wigged out, stressed out mom who spent all morning yelling at her kids to get ready for school. And so I really had to take a look at making changes in my diet, handling nutritional deficiencies, ridding my home of toxins and supporting my body with essential oils. That's when essential oils came into my life. And I didn't know I had a choice for helping myself overcome stress and anxiety. I was trained to caffeine and wine, right? All of these stimulants that are not good for our bodies and are going to create more imbalances in our system. And so using pure essential oils, it took me about a week using a calming blend. And I was able to first stop the pattern of the overwhelmed mornings. And because I just had this calm that came over me, I was able to handle it. Right. It was just like that. It gave me just enough of that edge up almost to take that deep breath and not react, but just respond and start looking at how we were setting up our day. Um, and so that was how I was introduced to essential oils. And hopefully that is a good enough summary of my health journey because it feels like it's been a long one. Yeah. Yeah. And a few things you mentioned, one of the first things you mentioned was this emotional eating. Mm -hmm. when you, when you were younger. And I feel like that is a problem for the majority of us. <laughs> we're emotional eaters. We turn to food for comfort. Um, so that's always something that we have to recognize and, you know, hopefully change. And then you mentioned your child being gluten intolerant and, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I am trying to be gluten-free. I'm satisfied if I'm like 85 to 95% gluten-free, um, and dairy free. And let me tell you, it is a struggle. Um, it's easy. I, I, it's a lot easier today than it was even a decade ago, or even five years ago, because it's easier today with labels and there's more choices. But it's still such a different world, a different world that you have to learn. I remember going into a restaurant and asking them, you know, if there's anything gluten dairy free on the menu, because I couldn't figure it out. And the guy's like, well, we've got either asparagus or French fries. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's, that's all I can have. Um, so that's when my 5% <laughs> comes in where I manage, where I do eat some of it. But, um, and then you said, well, I love this too. Don't mess with a mom who's done her research. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. There is nothing more powerful than a mom who has done her research, especially mm-hmm. when it involves her child. So amen to that. Yes, absolutely. And for her, I think the biggest challenge was, and again, it's like this situation around food, right? There's all these, like, who knew there was this whole relationship with food that we have that's ingrained Mm -hmm. in our society and all of these social norms, so to speak, right? That like even a child who can't have gluten, you don't think about, oh, there's a birthday party coming up. She's going to feel left out or she can bring, you know, it worked okay as she was little or she was three at the time where we would just bring stuff. So she wouldn't feel like she couldn't have something. And, but then as she got older, right. And she's in school and her friends are doing stuff. It it became a challenge. There's like this whole emotional side to us that is connected to food. Yeah, absolutely. So how, how have essential oils played into your health journey? Like how did you find or get into essential oils? Yeah, I love that question. It's so fun. Um, I, (laughs) I thought, I just knew nothing about essential oils. Well, real essential oils, we'll just say, um, because there is a difference in quality. So I do have a a workshop on my website for anyone that's interested in just kind of learning the basic of of essential oils and what to look for in a quality essential oil, because 85 to 90% of the oils on the market are adulterated. And so they're not what you would want to use for health benefits. You're not going to get the same response in the body if you're using a synthetic or adulterated oil. But um, just a little bit about me, I kind of shared, you know, I I was of that stressed out mom who was yelling at her kids to get ready for school. And so my own personal experience with essential oils started with a common and just like the name implies, it helped me be a better mom, a nicer mom in the morning, trying to get my kids to stay on task and get to school on time. I noticed that I had this amazing ability to pause and respond. You know, we just need like that three second pause for us to gather ourselves and our thoughts and not react from that emotion or react out of anger. And so I could let the little things slide and not bother me as much. And I was sleeping better at night too, which of course made for better days as you could imagine. And so we started using them, you know, this was 2011, 2012. And so we started using them for everything as much preventative care and for mood support and anything minor that we would have previously gone into a clinic for. It was like, we suddenly had this 80, 20 shift where 80% of the stuff we could handle at home. And it's been amazing. So that's kind of where my heart has been. And all of this, I, I found out about essential oils from a nutrition and chiropractic clinic. I worked for at a time. I was actually running a weight loss program at their clinic and just being a patient advocate. And so they wanted me to bring essential oils in and educate and empower their patients with these essential oils because they react in the body very quickly. They bypass the digestive tract. They go directly into the bloodstream. And so being a purist, right? Like being an avid label reader by this point, it was like, I wanted the safest, most effective products, not only as a consumer in my home, as a mom, but also we, we wanted that in this clinic setting as well. And so that's just kind of where my journey has started with essential oils. And I've been working with the particular company I work with. I've been working with them for eight years and just helping other people become empowered in their home, becoming, you know, like the healer in their home, I guess, in a way, again, with these tools that God has provided us because yeah, when he made the planet, he didn't leave us without solutions. Look at what our modern medicine has, and I'm not against modern medicine. Absolutely. If I'm in a car wreck, bring me to the emergency room, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's, it's like, he didn't leave us without those solutions. Adam and Eve had everything in its purest form in the garden. Right. And so when we look at this plant medicine, like the intelligence that God has put into plants, uh, their ability to protect themselves and adapt and nature's always adapting. And so there's incredible research, what essential oils can do in the body 
that even modern medicine can't because it, you know, nature is always adapting. And so it doesn't become resistant. I love it. And as much as I'm first with nutrition and, and supplements, I have to say oils is just one area I've never really dove into and, and researched and, and used much. I like I've got some, but I don't, I don't even know how to use them. They're just sitting in my bathroom. So we're going to have to talk definitely more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as education is huge. That's one of my things. I'm like, I don't want you to have a box of oils just sitting in your drawer and not knowing how to use them. So mm-hmm. we do go through it. We kind of hold um, new people's hands for the first four to six weeks because we want you to be empowered and know how to use your tools. But yeah, it's in nutrition is absolutely the foundation. In fact, that's something that I teach in my group as well as um, we have a supplement pack. That's a whole food based um, vitamin, mineral, omega, and antioxidant formula. And it's infused with essential oils. And it's like, you can do a lot in the body with oils, but they can do so much more when they have the proper building blocks on a cellular level to work with like oils kind of are bossy. They can boss all those things around and um, help them work better in the body, but you definitely need to have them there as a foundation for sure. That's awesome. I love it. They're bossy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who knew oils were bossy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in what ways can women use essential oils for self-care? Yeah. And when I think of self-care, this is such a good question. I just think of where I was at, right? This overwhelmed, over-anxious, over-functioning mom who was trying to do all this base, you know, just fueling on caffeine and alcohol and sugar, right? And food. And it wasn't helping, wasn't working. And so when I think of self-care, I think of how can we manage the everyday stress of life? How can we handle what's coming our way? and not do harm to our body? How can we support our body in that process? And so when you think of essential oils, and this might be new to your listeners, so everybody just humor me for a minute, but just take your thumb and your pointer finger and just pinch over the bridge of your nose. Okay. Underneath where you're pinching, you have a nerve. It's called the olfactory nerve. And it's the quickest way to access the emotional center of your brain. It's why it's called aroma therapy. And so essential oils can act on this part of your brain and it's effective for calming nervous or anxious feelings quickly. Again, it gets into the bloodstream really quickly. There's just some examples. Peppermint was studied for its ability to reduce daytime sleepiness. And so instead of turning to caffeine, you can put peppermint in your palms, rub your palms together, cup them over your nose, and just take some deep inhalations. They actually show that participants who were exposed to the aroma of peppermint while spending time in a darkened room in conditions that favored this increased daytime sleepiness, they um, were able to reduce drowsiness in the participants. So if I need a quick pick me up in the afternoon, instead of having caffeine, I do peppermint and I actually do wild orange as well. I rub those together in my palms and I breathe them in. Another example uh, is they did a study of 200 patients and these were ranging in age from 18 to 77, like oils are good for even babies too, but they were exposed to orange and lavender essential oils as they're about to go into their dental procedures. And so their research show that compared to the control group, both the wild orange and the lavender reduced anxiety and improved the mood of these patients that were awaiting their dental procedures. So that's amazing. Yeah, there's so much research. Um, one of my favorite is 
it's actually a more specific blend that we have pre-blended for us with the company that I'm with, but there's something to the synergistic effect of certain oils when you combine them together. And so they did a clinical trial with 60 participants, even as young as the age 12. And they had this stress-induced environment where, you know, there was different distractions going on. These kids were trying to take a test, but as this blend was being diffused, their results showed that those that were in this room with the blend being diffused, they had higher test scores, lower heart rate, and lower perceived stress while this blend was being diffused and while they were taking this test. So basically it showed how they were better able to adapt to the environment around them over those in the control group. And so when we look at, you know, how can I adapt to what even just the current life situations that are going on right now with so much coming at us and so much stress and overwhelm, we can self-care by using essential oils that support us physiologically and support us emotionally. And we don't have to do harm to our body in order to get those same effects. That is so cool. I'm, what you're telling me all this in my mind, I'm going, okay, I can use this on my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our kids love essential oil and they know, they know they're so intuitive. Like they know which ones to use and I almost have to kind of hide them because my four-year-old <laughs> knows, but she doesn't know that peppermint is not good to get in your eye, you know, Mm -hmm. like she's not a responsible oil user yet, Um, but she, (laughs) she knows a lot and she knows exactly what she needs. So that's always cool too, because they're learning a different path of life. They're learning a different way to do life. They're not succumbing to the, again, not that they would at that age, but like, you know, even my seven-year-old, sometimes she'll be like, she's even sent this to me. And I'm like, where does this come from? Because I'm very aware because of my history and my story with like food and emotional eating, like I don't let that surface sure. like, but she said, I, I need to eat something. So I'll feel better. I'm like, what, what, <laughs> where's that coming from? I'm like, yeah. no, honey, you know, food is just, it's like, it's a, you know, it's something that we need to fuel our bodies. It's something that, you know, we, we can use in a, in a way to, to make us, you know, feel happy if we're celebrating or whatever, but it's not something right. that we need to, when we're feeling sad to help us pull up or anything like that. But Gosh, it's almost like it's a neat. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay. In the Jesus, we rebuke that in Jesus name, right? <laughs> absolutely. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it though. Cause this is just another tool to have in your toolkit at home or another, you know, tool in your um, medicine chest. And I don't, I don't even have Tylenol or Advil in there, but yeah, I think having oils on hand for even just like a headache, like, or, you know, if you're feeling stressed or anxiety one day that, or pick me up, I don't even use caffeine anymore, but there are times I'm sleepy and I can't get caffeine because I, I gave up all forms of caffeine. Mm-hmm. I think peppermint would be great to have on yeah. hand. So thank you for those tips. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, I, I'm like that too, right? I don't want anything having control over me in that way where it's, you know, there's always going to be an after effect to whatever you're using, whether it's mm-hmm. a prescription over the counter, you know, stimulant, whatever. And we don't want that to be a negative, you know, we don't want it to harm you more than it's helping you. And so, yeah, it's just the tip of the iceberg, what I shared and science can validate this stuff, but God and God is not against science, right? True science. Science Mm -hmm. can validate what we already know is God's creating goodness, (laughs) you know, but, um, just by, you know, the examples and the way that we've been using it. Yeah. They can be stimulating. They can be relaxing. They can help us connect with our emotions. They can help with the physical responses. And I'm a huge advocate of not just looking at the outward physical states or symptoms, but looking at the root cause, which many times points back to emotion, emotion. And this is kind of what I 
my tagline, I guess, is like emotional will always manifest as physical. We have to pay attention to these physical signs back at how can we support ourselves emotionally. And I feel like I just need to make this clear for the listener. Like there's no shame if if you need to take Advil or Tylenol or whatever you're taking. We're not saying, oh, you know, never or whatever. I don't want you to feel guilty. We, We just want to supply you with information that there is other answer, that there's other solutions. It's not just what you maybe have been used to. So hopefully listening to Heidi, you just now have like another tool. That's all I can say is like another tool in your toolkit to help you overcome, you know, whatever ailments you may be going through. Mm-hmm, so definitely like Heidi, people have a choice and they might not know they have a choice. Yeah, like a choice. I didn't know I had a that, choice. I didn't even know it existed. You know, that's, that's, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. A choice. You have a choice. So we're bringing this to your attention. So, you know, you have choices and, and choices are great. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Heidi, are there any other tips you have for women in midlife to create a more holistic lifestyle? Yeah. I love that word holistic. Cause to me, it just em- embodies that verse that I have for my podcast is that we we're meant to prosper in our health just as our soul prospers. And so it's, when I think of a holistic, it's like the whole of everything. Um, and so looking at the whole and what you so, know so much about Francine is, you know, looking at the diet and incorporating natural, like whole foods into your diet. Um, how much are you sleeping? What are your stress levels? Like, what are you saying yes to that you feel maybe obligated to say yes to, but in your heart, you're really just like, no, I don't want to do this. This isn't a good fit for me. So taking an inventory of what you're doing out of obligation versus what you, you authentically and truly feel fulfilled doing, you know, just improving light, your lifestyle as a whole. I think of the whole thing, the whole person, body, spirit, soul, right. Physical, chemical, emotional. And so I don't know that I have like practical tips other than just looking and maybe taking an inventory of, you know, as far as nutrition, sleep, stress, my toxic load, like how much I expose myself to emotionally and physically and taking an inventory of those, maybe rating yourself on a scale of one to five in those different categories and just picking the one area that you feel most out of balance in to start working in those small changes. That's good. Work on one thing at a time, the most out of balance and focusing on that. I like that. That's great advice. So You also work in prophetic heart healing and first explain what that is. And then how did you, how did that come to be? Yeah, it's so interesting. So prophetic heart healing is a form of inner healing and it's where we, we, I, the facilitator meet with someone who wants to receive. And we also have an intercessor present to pray over the session. And really what we're doing is we're creating a space for the Lord to meet with this person whether they have something on their heart that week that's come up for them and they really are like, oh, you know what? God's highlighting this to me. Like, can we go deeper on this? It's really looking at, you know, it it goes a lot to identity, which you talk about. And just looking at where, where am I believing lies? Where is it affecting me in my life? How can we get into this space where two or more are gathered, bring this person before the Lord? I mean, because some of this stuff in our hearts goes really, really deep. And it's not, I don't want people to confuse it like us working for our salvation. It's us working out our salvation, right? In Philippians 2.12, Paul says, therefore, my dear friends, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, right? For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his purpose. And that word, the words fear and trembling in Greek translate to respect 
or reverence and humility. And so work out means to continually bring something to completion or fruition. It's a process. It's an inner healing work. And so we just create this space for the person to connect with the Lord and hear God's voice for themselves. Um, it's helping people break free from addictions, past pains and traumas that maybe have blocked them in the past, limiting beliefs, and just so they can step in, they can just let go of all that baggage, right? And step in the truth of the fullness of what God has for them. And so that's typically an hour long session, kind of going back in time when I used to work at the nutrition and weight loss clinic and I would help run this weight loss program, it was still something I struggled with at the time. And I would see seven of 10 people come back because they had gained the weight back. And that's where in my mind, it started to be myself included, right? Because I didn't work on the emotional roots, the lies that I was believing that that conditioning that I went through throughout my childhood. And so it's being able to just be in a space of the Lord for him to take that, those lies, that pain and exchange it for something greater. So when I, when I worked at the nutrition and chiropractic clinic, I would go get tested by my practitioner and she'd be like, you're like, I do everything nutritionally. I, I would be like a 10 on nutrition and they'd be like, well, you're emotionally blocked. I'm like, what does that mean? I wasn't able to break through and move forward in my health because of emotional traumas, pains, you know, that gets very deep in your soul. Those emotional, those like inner, those soul wounds, I guess I would call them. And so we want all of that under the blood of Jesus, right? All of it so that we're not getting triggered. We're not getting offended. We're not stuck in these cycles that are self-sabotaging. And so that's just kind of how, as soon as I found out about prophetic heart healing, I was able to get breakthrough even with my weight because I was able to ditch the lies attached to the truth and realize who I was meant to be. Like you were, you, I know you can relate to what I'm saying because it's something that you teach as well. Yeah, you always have to get to the underlying thinking because yeah people will always lose weight and majority gain it back sad to say and it and it has a lot to do with our thinking and and our worth and and identity so yeah I mean I love that that you're helping people uncover those layers to get to their truth Mm -hmm. yeah if anyone's not sure about this whole prophetic heart healing thing. Um, you can go on my podcast and listen to live sessions that I've done with people. And, you know, it's not always about weight. It could be about, you know, somebody really sitting in self hate and, you know, in these lies and deception and how that's affecting their life and them not being able to really truly love themselves and other people and have freedom in that. It could be, you know, moms that have let their dreams die and how the Holy spirit was able to help them heal past traumas and gift them, you know, a new life and going after their dreams. It could be anxiety and worry and just how that's holding them back and how Jesus was able to release them from that prison and help them change their language after that session. So good. That is all so good. So where can somebody find you if they want to work with you, if they have more questions? Yeah, probably the best place is my website. It's HeidiBrom.com. So it's two M's as in Mary, HeidiBrom.com. I am not a huge fan of social media. So even though I do have a, you know, Instagram account, it's not typically where I hang out. So probably my website is the best place in my podcast covered beloved. Awesome. And I'll put those links in the show notes to make it easier for our listener. Heidi, is there any other tips before we close out that you want to mention? 
Um, no, no, not at all. Just anybody that is interested in learning more about essential oils and wants to bring it into their health routine, their self-care routine or prophetic heart healing, you know, definitely book a session with me for that. But the, I have an essential oils made easy virtual workshop on my website that just covers the basics of essential oils, how to use them, what to look for again in a quality and why that's important. And then there's testimonials in there as well. Basically the goal of that is just to help you decide are essential oils a good fit for me and my family? That'll help you do that. And then the webinar or the workshop takes you through the next steps of connecting with me. Awesome. Very excited. I'm excited to learn more about oils. So thank you for all that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and the prophetic heart healing, because this is, that's all new to me as well. So thank you, Heidi, so much for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Francine. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and share it with others on social media. And be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review. It is how we can empower, educate, and shift how others visualize their lives. Until next time, my friend, remember to live a life untapped. You are worth it. Thank you.